Sometimes in life you find yourself on the right side of the line, where the skies open up and cast a towering shadow, guarding you from the worst life has to offer. And then... That same sky rips away that warm blanket from your clutching arms and casts it into the night. Now, you are on the wrong side of the line. And that's why I'm here, to keep you in line. A line we call the Dry Line. That's right. Every week you listen to this Dryland Farmer podcast, it'll be a home run for your home. This is Brent Carlson, host of the Dryland Farmer podcast, and with me as always is my good buddy co-host Landon. How's it going, Lantos? All pretty good, Brent. How are you? Well, I'd be better if it rained. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's not going to rain. We want to welcome everybody to the Dryland Farmer podcast, and we really appreciate everybody listening and tuning in, downloading, and getting all those downloads into your device. While we're there, we'll go ahead and talk about it. Where can you find the Dryland Farmer podcast? That's iTunes and Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter. That's at Trader Brent for the Dryline Farmer Podcast. At Trader Brent and Landon. No twit Landon 44. That's right. Also, you can find us on Google Play. We even put it out on Facebook, even though it doesn't seem like anybody listens to it on Facebook. But if you do, we love you anyway. So yeah, we uh last week we covered uh the Emerald's new double A minor league baseball team and the debacle they had in a naming contest. Well, we're gonna kind of go a little further into it. And we talked last week about how we just we couldn't believe or we just could only imagine what the rejected team names would be. So this week, we're going to get into that. We're going to go over the rejected team names that we think that probably got looked over, that might have been a deserving finalist, maybe not have, but that's going to be our main, our top segment right after our ad spot and our famous Radar Ricardo. And just a little note on Radar Ricardo, he's taking this weather forecast back over. He's getting it back in his house. He's getting it back in the crib. He's there's no more Diego, no more demonic forces are doing this uh, doing this forecast. So Red Ricardo's taking it back over. So yeah, look forward to all that here coming up on the Dryland Farmer podcast. First, I wanted to cover a couple of topics, and um, I guess really, do we talk? I guess we can talk farm on this podcast, Landon. Yeah, it's always a decent idea for a little bit. It's topical. Well, yeah. So uh, last week talked about my sprinkler falling down, and it only took. It fell down. I had a span fall down. It took about six days, five days to get it back up. And I mean, it was only 100 degrees every day, so you know it wasn't really a big deal. But nonetheless, got that bad boy back up going. Had to, had to actually had to switch out a micro switch to get the thing uh, going right. And that's what was the cause of the whole thing to begin with. And if you know anything about center pivot sprinklers, uh, micro switch is a pretty uh, critical component of each tower. So nonetheless, got that going and had another little fail today. Going to get a couple fertilizer tanks that we used and uh, at one farm that we sold. So we're moving them to a new place and uh they had a little bit of fertilizer still left in them so i took my this is liquid fertilizer course so i got my little thousand gallon trailer over there and started sucking it out got a full load headed over to the other farm and i'm cruising about 30 miles an hour down the county road and all of a sudden i hear a and then pretty soon i look back in the side view mirror and see i'm a wheel short of four legs just kind of like your date at prom huh Landon? Very similar. Yeah, she did. Did she blow a bearing out? Was it that good of a problem, Landon? Things didn't get that hot. 
<laughs> anyway, so yeah, I'm cruising along and I hear that big thud. Anyway, I slow down because I know something happened bad wrong. Anyway, so look back and I, all I see is a spindle with an axle nut. And uh, pretty soon I see this uh, fully, fully assembled wheel and tire passing me on the left. And it's going about 35 and I'm slowed down to about 20. And it rolls and rolls and rolls down the county road. Takes a good right turn over in front of my pickup, crosses the bar ditch, rolls further, and lands in a dry wheat field. And so all I can see is the fire department showing up because I had a bearing blowout and start a fire in my neighbor's wheat field. That's right. So fortunately, I got out there and uh, no fire was started and uh, threw it in the pickup. So I, uh, and I really had to go like two and a half miles to begin with. So I still had a, two miles left. So I went the whole rest of the way about three miles an hour because fortunately the axle wasn't quite dragging the ground yet so i figured i could limp this bad boy in and get it all emptied out and then i can haul butt back to the shop so anyway got that all done and that was a great uh great experience for me so uh apparently those i guess bearings take they they require grease every once in a while but you know what in my defense i saw there was a little bit of grease left on this on that roller bearing landing that's good. I wonder if your neighbor, you might should have checked with your neighbor. He might have wanted you to leave that out there for a little bit. Mark a hydrant or something. <laughs> well, yeah. the problem with that, it was on the north side of the field and we had, and there was a south wind today, so it wouldn't have burned up much. No, that's true. If you, maybe if the co-op would have a little bit better basis, maybe it'd be worth cutting, Landon. Hey, our basis did get better this week. It better not have because I locked it in about three months ago. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that what your lawyer told you for Herford Grain? <laughs> you can't divulge that kind of proprietary information, can you, Landon? Better not divulge that on the air. Well, enough of that talk. So, anyway, yeah, I had a little, a uh, couple of uh, farm fails the last couple weeks, but we got them all. We got through. So, veering away from farming and into something a little more important. I just, we got to, Landon, we got to talk about this Miss America debacle, right? I mean, I know you know every winner and runner up for the last 30 years, right? Oh, I love it, and I love what they're. I love. I love the new format. Well, Landon, tell us. Tell us what they're doing. Well, Brent, they're no longer going to have the swimsuit competition. Well, and why is that, Landon? I think it's because of the Me Too movement. I mean, they don't want to show off their bodies anymore, and they want. I guess they want bigger women to get to play too. I, I don't really know what where they're going at. Now, Landon, when you say that, you can't be meeting the actual contestants, do you? I highly doubt that. No, I'm thinking this is some lesbian judges that got picked. They did get picked first in softball every summer, but chances are uh, <laughs> the only thing that's going to be me too about this whole thing is me too is also not going to watch it. Because if anything, I mean, it's already a full female demographic that watches this show along with all the gay guys. But, um, I mean, any straight guy, they weren't watching it for the talent competition unless they were, like, balancing some dishes on their you-know-whats, you know, and spinning them. <laughs> of course, that was only when it was held in Alaska, so, you know, had something to put it on. But uh, people can focus on the on the questions now, Brent. The, yeah, Miss, Miss South Carolina of years ago, that poor lady, she's the Monica Lewinsky of the pageant world because she got one question wrong and she's remembered for that one thing for the rest of their life. How would you like to be Monica Lewinsky and be known for that one thing for your entire life? She got a president impeached. That was nice. The impeached? That's what they call it now, Landon? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a nice little innuendo and real subtle and everything, but... Yeah, I mean, that poor girl is known for one thing. Nothing else. Known for one thing. The love that can't, well, it's not really a love that can't be spoken. It's, yeah, a love can't be spoken when your mouth's full of it. So, anyway, 
let's let's yeah but anyway back to the miss america thing yeah i mean i'm really interested in seeing who does the top recorder who plays the best recorder at the pageant this year landon or a harp maybe the, the harpist that's always that's always a real nail biter wonder what they're gonna replace this with like business suits <laughs> <laughs> business casual i believe landon is the is the competition they're going for here let's see if we can look it up so we've actually done a little homework. Well, not homework. It's really like looking at our book while we're in class. So we're looking at this CNN article, and it says the next edition of the Miss America pageant will scrap swimsuits and will be more inclusive to women of all sizes. Landon, is that like sizes and shapes, or you think just kind of like sizes? Are they going to be hauling these people in on a flatbed? Or? I don't know. Maybe Rosie O'Donnell's gearing up. <laughs> it said, we will no longer judge our candidates on their outward physical appearance. That's huge. Poor choice of words, if you ask me, Landon. <laughs> anyway, and ironically enough, it's Gretchen Carlson. No relation to me. But Gretchen Carlson, who is the new president of this whole thing. Remember when? Remember who used to uh, own the Miss America deal? Remember who it was, Landon? No clue. It was Donald Trump. Come on. he's ma He made pageants great again, Landon. Anyway, so uh, what does that say? Car yeah, it does. It says, Carlson also said the new Miss America competition will be more inclusive to women of all shapes and sizes. So be prepared. There'll be midgets. There'll be... <laughs> little women. <laughs> little Oh, little women. Sorry, little people. Okay, so in place... Uh, here's the answer to your question, Landon. In place of the swimsuit contest, the contestants will take part in a live interaction, interactive session with the judges, according to a statement from the Miss America organization, where she will highlight her achievements and goals in life and how she will use her talents, passion, and ambition to, form, to perform the job of Miss America, otherwise known as a great chance to go take a dump while this <laughs> thing is getting over with. So anyway, it goes on to say, it's not the only change that's coming. Elimination of the swimsuits isn't the only change coming to the 97-year-old event. The evening gown competition is also being revamped, and they can wear whatever they choose. What if they choose to wear a bathing suit? <laughs> I know, right? I I'm seeing a whole herd of Snuggies walking across the stage, Landon, because it's going to be a comfortable, comfortable that evening wear. That and footy pajamas. Footy pajamas. Snuggy and a fanny pack to carry to carry their mustard around with them. Bunch of women slotting their feet across the floor, shocking each other. <laughs> that's, that's right. It's going to be a good old slumber party up on stage with a whole bunch of heifers kind of just mooing around. So they go on to say, "We're experience, experiencing, yeah, welcome to Texas. We're experiencing a cultural revolution in our country with women finding the courage to stand up and have their voices heard on many issues." Just stop there for a second. I mean, I have to hand it to the girls. I mean, we're ridiculing this pretty good, but if you can get up on stage and and dance around in a bikini, I'd say you've got some you got some balls in there somewhere. But anyway, they go on to say Miss America is proud to evolve as an organization and join this empowerment. Ironically, this pageant is going to be held in what is it? Where is it? Oh yeah, Abbottabad, Pakistan, where <laughs> the uh, center of feminism started. Judges will be, let's see, Janet Reno, uh, Caitlyn Jenner, Elton John, and Carson Anderson Cooper. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a very uh, diverse group, wouldn't you say, Landon? That's very diverse. Yeah. Uh -huh. And I noticed they're going to have this no longer going to be on what it used to be on. Was it like on Fox or NBC? 
ironically enough, it's it's a tie between the Outdoor Channel and RFD TV. So <laughs> it's kind of ironic to say the least. Maybe Animal Planet if they take a good run at it. <laughs> but um, anyway, so yeah, this is what we've come to. Girls can't even be pretty anymore and show off for it, which I mean, I guess that does kind of give us guys a leg up on a uh, little courage on asking them out. So nonetheless, I don't know why we are at all talking about a pageant in the Dryland Farmer podcast, but nonetheless, here we are and there it went. So yeah, enough of that. No more pageant talk. I know that's Landon's favorite subject, but that and like cross stitching, but nonetheless, let's move on. Oh, oh, Landon, you got something? Yeah. Yeah. Brent, I was going to say the last pageant that I ever watched or witnessed was when i was nine years old in the i was an escort in the hereford pageant and got like 20 hereford bucks <laughs> you were a nine-year-old landon yeah i had hair back then brent that well that's that was a long time ago it was consensual was it consensual landon <laughs> we were all little kids brent oh it was a little oh okay well that's a relief oh so that's the story yeah, 20 Hartford bucks won't get you much. What, what does it get you, Landon? Do you, do you still have it? I probably do, knowing me, but maybe I went to Toys R Us back then and put it on a Nintendo game. Who knows? <laughs> knowing Landon, he probably tried to fold it up into the shape of a coin and put it in one of those gumball machines that the Lions Club puts out <laughs> where you get that 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 piece of gum that tastes like a moth. It's got the same moisture content as yeah, a moth. It has to roll down a 20-foot circle spiral slide that's probably got, like, gonorrhea and herpes all over it. Why does it have to have STDs, Lynn? <laughs> why can't it just, why can't you just say, like, hantavirus or something? Mom, are you sure this isn't a canker sore? <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, uh, no more. Radar Ricardo, and we've got a new sponsor. And uh, it sounds familiar, but it's not, has nothing to do with it, who you're thinking of. Ag News Vaguely. That's right. Agnes Vaguely, a program that you'll love to hear, and Radar Ricardo will love to tell you about right after this. Agnes Vaguely. Agnes Vaguely, your one and only place for all things Ag News. Vaguely. We'll give you the stories. We'll give you all the information you need. Or will we? Agnes Vaguely, where we give you information that may or may not concern you, that may or may not even be related to Ag News and everything in the Ag News universe. We'll have market reports, or will we? You may or may not hear from our Agnes Vaguely market reporter, Mike Pearsonopoulos. Just hear his latest analysis. Yes, hello, this is Mike Pearsonopoulos, and in the markets today, corn... It moved some today. And haha, soybeans. It's there's some volatility there. Yes, ahaha. And over in the cotton market, well it's somewhat there. Also moving to the livestock markets, cattle to bed like a bad night of drinking. Ha 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 ha. This is Mike Pearsonopoulos. Back to you. Ha ha ha. That's right. Mike Christianopoulos, our fearsome forecaster in all things markets. And don't forget, she may or may not be one of the stars of Agnes Vaguely. It's Delaney Dalanowski. Just hear how she excoriated the Secretary of Agriculture, Sonny Perdue. Secretary, how are things? That's nice. 
Well, that's all from Delaney Balanowski. Can you believe those interview skills? Agnes Bagley, it drops every so often. Sometimes in the daytime, sometimes in the nighttime. Ag News Bagley, we're here to give you somewhat vague information about sketchy subjects in the ag industry. Ag News Bagley, don't miss us. We're here sometimes, and then sometimes we're not here. Sometimes we take vacations, and then sometimes we work. Ag News Bagley, how many times can we say it? Ag News Bagley, Ag News Bagley. Everyone here knows who we're teasing, but we really love them a whole lot. They do a really great job at their podcast. Agnes Bagley! Seriously, they really do a good job. Hey, that's right, you tell Diego I'm taking him back over. Yeah, you tell the little chapo. Hey, 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 this is Bernadette Ricardo, the De La Serio, taking back over. The Trident Farmer Podcast Weather Update. That's right. Radar Ricardo, back in the seat, back in the saddle, and back in charge. Well, Brent, nothing to report here other than hot and dry. 99, 99, 99, 99, 99. Oh, 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 thanks, Diego. I actually needed that. That's all it's going to be for, like, the next seven days. And they've got, like, little chances of rain, like, here and there, and then, like, everywhere. My favorite, my favorite is, like, when they put a little, like, a PM thunderstorm. The PM thunderstorms, and but yet it says like zero percent chance. Why? Why is that? You got a zero percent chance of getting the storms, I guess. I mean, it works. It, it's worked for the last eight months. You know why not now? You know so. Man, I gotta be honest. I don't have a whole lot here because man, I'm more bored than landing at a. I'm more bored than landing at a pageant that has the swimsuit. <laughs> hey, hey, man, you know I got you. It's all what come wrong, you know. Hey, hey, this week's Dried Up Farmer Podcast weather update brought to you by Ag News Bagley. I'm not sure if you, I guess, I guess it's a pretty good idea. I mean, they give you some news and they give you some market information, but it's all kind of like just general, generalization of things. It's like vague and they don't really nail it down. Like I don't even know to tell you when to listen because like they said it's like sometimes it's on and then like sometimes it's off. It's kind of, I guess they kind of like working on surprises or something. But yeah, Agnes Bagley, there's some pretty good people over there. Uh, Mike and Delaney, you know, Delaney. Yeah, we need to invite her over to the Quinceanera sometime, man. I thought she's a pretty cool chick. Hey, this is Arena Ricardo De La Serio. I'm back to you. See, Diego, that's how you do a weather report, cabron. Well, thanks, Ricardo, as always. Another another positive forecast there. So uh, before we go any further, I wanted to hear let you hear Landon. Uh, he was just calling somebody on his cell phone, and this is what it sounded like. Any time now, Landon. Brent, that was actually a text. <laughs> <laughs> was that, what did you spell out? Ace? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Landon's phone. If you need him, don't don't. Fa- he doesn't even know what fa- he thinks. FaceTime is something you do with the coach right before a game. Yeah, you mentioned that earlier, and I was like, "What the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah, I, my wife was butt dialing me on the FaceTime, and uh, that's what we call it now. I know what a butt dial is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Landon. Except it takes uh, screwdrivers and pliers for you to get yours to butt dial. <laughs> well, before let's go, let's get into it, Landon. 
we got we talked last week about the Amarillo Double A baseball team and the piss poor names that they finalized for finalists. Well, we're going to go over those uh, names that we thought they probably looked over and decided they weren't worthy of the Amarillo Double A minor league baseball team for the San Diego Padres. So here we go. Okay, Landon, this is our, what, what segment do we call this? How about the sports segment? That sounds good. <laughs> okay, well, before we go any further, let's remind everybody of what the finalist names were, the names that got through. The Boot Scooters, the Bronc Busters, the Jerky, the Long Haulers, and the Amarillo Sod Poodles. Hey, Brent, do you think we have time to take a quick break? I'm kind of kind of sod poodling right now. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I'll hit the pause button right now. <laughs> Just kidding, just kidding. Okay, Landon's back. Now, Landon, we are talking about today. I, I love how I'm talking to you like it's some kind of big interview like we've never met before. Oh, this is so crazy. <laughs> I know, I, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Landon, give us, okay, so we're going to go over the names. That, Landon, let's start out. Go ahead and give us give us a good name or two that got rejected. Well, the first name that I saw that, that got rejected that didn't make the cut was the Half Astros. Now, that that's that's an interesting one. You know, I could have almost gone with that. Landon, what kind of a what kind of promotion do you think the team would do for the fans on a half Astro day? Brent, I think it would be pretty reminiscent of Roger Dorn from Major League. Come on, Dorn, get in front of the damn ball. Don't give me this old lady bullshit. <laughs> Come on, Dorn, get in front of the damn ball. Don't give me this old lady bullshit. Yeah, that's that. That sounds like that sounds like it could work, Landon. Okay, moving forward, the half Astros, Landon. I think you said that was even the name of your team at some. Uh, what was it? The local what? roundup. It's a Vega roundup. Yeah, that's where everybody goes. It's cool in Vega, and that's you're not true. even from Vega. No, I'm not even cool. Okay, Landon. My list. I've got. I heard somebody tried to put this in the in the hat, and uh, it got rejected. The Texas Panhandlers. Now it doesn't sound too silly right off the bat, but. Well, you know, we figured since the accepted names were probably all contributed by homeless people, we figure one of those names ought to represent the people that sit in the name. So the Texas Panhandlers, you know, those Panhandlers that sit on the overpass of I-40 and what is that? Is that like, is that Ross Street Landing or is it further out east? Maybe Grand. Yeah, it's probably about Grand. Why is that a, such a favorite, you know, bum and hole for homeless people? Maybe because they think it's Grand. <laughs> that honestly wasn't on purpose, people. Anyway, yeah, the Texas Panther and the uh, Landon, what do you think? You know, when I think promotion night, they always have promotion nights, even at major league games to get people to come out. Promotion night for the Texas Panhandlers, I'm thinking maybe a, a dirty sock, you know, free wash on the dirt. You can either 
washed her dirty sock in like the fountain or maybe a dirty a, a dirty gold sock a dirty well that's kind of redundant when you say landon a dirty gold sock yeah that's true landon what about a bring your own imaginary friend or tent night because <laughs> they're crazy i know i don't know if we should say that one always being the good guy landon always being the good guy okay so the texas panhandlers landon what you got uh, the next one that I saw was the uh, Amarillo Master Batters. <laughs> Landon, is that not a wouldn't be a play on words, would it? I don't know. <laughs> These guys really hold on to the stick. <laughs> yeah, when I mean, they really, if they, I mean, if it, it ends up being the Amarillo Jerky, we all know what happens when that home run gets knocked out of the park. Yeah, it's probably a toss it between Jerky and Master Batters. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a little on the nose sometimes, Landon. Even though I hate that term. What's the next one you got, Brent? I've got Landon. I've got the Dust Bowlers now. Most anybody that's read a history book or seen a movie, seen The Wizard of Oz, knows what the Dust Bowl was. Well, this is where, you know, this is right in the heart of the Dust Bowl. The Texas Panhandle, Oklahoma Panhandle, South, Southern Kansas. Worst place to live in the 1930s. Absolute worst place. Go read The Worst Hard Times if you don't believe me. Ask my grandmother if you don't believe me. She's 95 years old, and uh, believe me, I've heard some stories, and it sucked. So, nonetheless, the Amarillo Dust Bowlers, I think it could work. I mean, this is where, you know, on promotion night, I think the team, they actually have the team, they, they hook up a gooseneck trailer full of jackrabbits, and they give each fan a commemorative bat and have a jackrabbit roundup. Landon, do you know what the jackrabbit roundup was in the 30s? I do, Brent. They're going to have to hand out a lot of baseball bats to the fans. <laughs> hey, it's better than the sod poodles, where on promotion night, they turn out a whole bunch of prairie dogs, they dig a prairie dog town overnight, and then every t- everybody on the visiting team twists an ankle out in the outfield. Yeah. Where'd that ball go? <laughs> Let alone the grazing rights go to hell in the outfield. I like the Dust Bowlers, Brent, because you'd never have to water the outfield or infield grass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is a bonus. I mean, of course, we would have to have it on, always have to have it on Black Sunday, even though that's kind of racist. They would have their, hey, Landon, that's right, they could have a Black Sunday night. Landon, what, what would you get to walk home with from a Black Sunday promotion? The first 1,000 fans receive a 50-pound bag full of dirt. And a bushel of wheat worth 39 cents. Great. Really, that, that's real. That's going to be a really popular one, I think, Landon. Black Sunday for the Dust Bowlers. It's a can't miss. It's a can't miss. Landon, you got a list of there. Give me, give me a more list of a bigger list of what we got. Um, another name on here is the Amarillo Alcoholics. Sounds like of, a softball team, Landon. That's what it sounds like. But the promotion here is every night is Thirsty Thursday. <laughs> Thirsty Thursday. I remember the good old days at Midnight Rodeo in Lubbock, Landon, when they had 25 cent drinks and you could buy, a, you could, they didn't have a limit for like three weeks. You could buy as many as you wanted. It was sweet. That does sound pretty cool. How'd that place go out of business? I don't know how they, that play, they took a piece of my soul out when they tore that place down. What else you got, Landon? Uh, we've got the Orange Barrels, or also known as a construction since Amarillo is about 80% construction right now. Yeah, that's for sure. Every overpass is, is covered up with uh, much orange barrels. Landon? Uh, the Red Rockets was another one. I don't. I, I'm seeing my dog squat down there in the backyard right now, and I think I know what you're getting at. Everybody gets handed out a free a free case of lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The cheap cleats, Landon. Huh? That's a nice little, uh, what is it called? I uh, think that's a play off the Alabama song, Cheap Seats. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a. That was a song that, how did that not get him in the Hall of Fame? I mean, I know 
probably uh, all their other like 50 number one hits did, but you don't really hear much about cheap seats. It's true. Especially at a baseball games, you would think they would play that instead of God Bless America at yeah. this point. <laughs> so Brent, these names aren't much better. They're definitely not worse. Um, didn't you say your kids are playing baseball right now? What are the, what are their team names? That's a good point, Landon. My kids for the last two years, and they're right now they're six and seven, so they were even younger, like we were last year. Is that the record? <laughs> That's a record. Landon, that, no, that was not the record. I <laughs> fail. I uh, oh, that's their age. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, they don't keep score yet, so you know they're six and seven. Uh, yeah. Um, the Bombers. They've been the Bombers for the last two years. My six and seven year old think these names aren't even fresh. You know, they think these are baggy names for a baseball team. And now I think they're the Bears, maybe, or the Rascals, or something like that. Something kind of cool, you know. I mean, at least for six and seven year olds, it even worked for eighteen to. You know, 27-year-olds actually making yeah. money. You know, Brent, bears can climb faster than they can run. <laughs> and also, I think the Amarillo news, the sports guy in the Amarillo paper suggested the Amarillo City Bombers. So that's... Yeah, I mean... It that, seems not far from that. How did that got get looking get looking over? Man, this podcast is getting along, I think, Landon. Because that's not even a Spanish word, let alone an English word. Yeah, how did that get looked over? I mean, come on, guys. You're getting ridiculed for a good reason here. Okay. This, this is if y'all had some good names, I'm sure you would get some praise. But no, you had to go with these homeless bound team names that you got going on there. So just think about it for a second and take another swing at it. No pun intended. So and a little disclaimer: we think homelessness is terrible. We don't think it's awesome. We don't think it's funny. But it worked in this case. It's satire. That's funny. That's right. When you do podcasts, you get to say something satire. Because it really is. Because I really don't. I feel bad for homeless people. I've given money to their causes. Okay? So, great. Landon, anything else on the subject? I got nothing, Brent. All right, Landon. Well, that is that means it's a good place to stop. So, we've covered it all. I think we've put that one in the books. Uh, Amarillo, do your best. Get off your butt. And do another contest. And uh, smart asses who sent those names in to begin with. Why don't you just stay at the house this time? But until next time, next week, we hope you download this podcast. Tell a friend that's the best thing we can ask you to do and the most popular thing we can ask you to do. Landon, great to have you as always. Great to be here, Brent. I know it. And until next time, you keep those downloaders going. And we'll ask you, what side of the line are you on? The Dryland Farmer Podcast brought to you by Ag News Vaguely. Sometimes we'll give you news and then sometimes we'll give you something else. The Dryland Farmer Podcast, All Rats Reserve 2018.